0: earth rings, we have now taken over your radio.
1: Alright, what's up everybody? Jack Moni here again, Friendly Bounce, Hardwood Praxis and Basketball Network. WNBA Podcast, we're doing our special playoff preview shows. Zach Bennett, my guy is here as always. Joined once again by special guest, David Wertzberger. We brought him in to talk about the Liberty um, he made his debut since he's been covering that squad all year long. He decided to stay around to talk about the sky and the fever. He's going to jump in when he wants.
0: I, I decided to stay on for two reasons. Maybe, no, you know, I'm going to go three reasons. One, I want to test out if the sophomore slump is really a real thing. <laughs> two, I, I don't want to study for my exam tomorrow. And three, I love talking to these two amazing gentlemen. It, <laughs>
2: Thank you, verse. It actually makes me feel better about myself that I can do a podcast with somebody who's still in college. I don't feel as old
1: anymore.
2: <laughs> so, <laughs> so you're boosting self esteem and morale all over the place. It was great. Uh,
1: that's my role on this team. I'm not a star, you know. Good, good.
2: Uh, I was going vet- to say veteran leadership, but I'm <laughs> myself. Com- com- complimentary role player. Second round pick that panned out nicely. <laughs> yeah. All I right. Love
1: that. So this is the two versus three matchup in the Eastern Conference. The Chicago Sky taking they they have the two seed taking on the Indiana Fever. It starts on Thursday in Chicago. Eight Eastern on ESPN two. Let's let's just jump right into it with this guy. Obviously the talk of the WNBA, Elena Deladan, she won the scoring title. 23.4 points per game. She's third in rebounding, 8.4 rebounds a night. She is third in blocks, averaging a little over two blocks a night. She's the consensus MVP. I know we, we've had our discussion. Zach would disagree, you're
2: gonna, but... You're going to go there already? We can't even stay on topic.
1: She. This isn't about the the MVP. We already had that show. But she is going yeah. <laughs> to win it. A
0: show that I did not listen to.
1: So, this has been, in the regular season, was a completely lopsided matchup. The sky went 4-0, and just really destroyed the fever a couple times. Olen is the best player. Fine, we'll we'll couch that in. She's one of the three best players in the league.
2: She is the best best player in this series, you can say confidently.
1: (laughs) Without a doubt. She is an offensive force, unlike, unlike really anything. You know, it's really her and Candace Parker are the only two like that. In, in that they're they're six four, six five, but but play like guards um, on offense, and obviously it makes it it difficult because you can't you can't put a a guard on on EDD because she's she's not a great shooter, but she's competent enough to just shoot over them. And if you try to put you try to put a big on her she's just going to go right to the basket and it creates a matchup problem no matter who you're playing um obviously Tamika Catchings is one of the best defenders in the league but you know she can't at at her age she can't slow down Elena Deladon no one can slow her down what do you she
2: will be sorry no no go ahead well, I, Tamika Catching will be matched up against Elena Deladon, right? That's, like, the one thing we really have to look forward to.
1: I mean, I would ass- I would assume so. She is their best defender um, on the team, so I I would just basically have been assuming. I assume that's the matchup. And,
0: uh, one of the things with Deladon, too, is first of all, I love how Zach, <laughs> Zach almost apologized for, like, breaking up Jack's monologue there on Elena Deladon.
2: I I did. I did apologize, but I will not apologize for interrupting him with that, you know, confident MVP statement stuff she's throwing around. She's MVP back. All right. (laughs) Well, one of the things about
0: Dela Don, some like just her size and being able to play like a guard. Like certain things overlooked her defense. She she gets from side to side of the floor, block shots really well, and it's scary too because. You'll grab a defensive rebound and just start dribbling down court like it's yes. nothing. Find your teammates, pull up. It's, it's it's really really scary, and that's like how do you stop that, you know?
1: Yeah, I mean, I, that's what teams have been have been um, dealing with all season. They, uh, you know, I have mentioned before that I was at the the uh, Sky Liberty game earlier this season, which. Um, elena didn't actually play in but um she was a game time decision so beforehand the liberty were just assuming she would be playing and i was there with with josh and he was talking to one of josh Davido who was on an earlier show and he was talking to one of the assistant coaches on the liberty and he asked you know how do you how do you game plan for elena deladan like what, what do you try to do to stop her in um, you know I, I can't remember the coach's name but uh, off the top of my head and he just started laughing. He's like, "There's nothing you can do. Like you don't, you don't stop her. It's just, it's like when people talk about LeBron. It's, you try to force her into shooting jump shots in hopes that she misses. That's, that's the defensive game plan against against her."
0: You know, I, I, I don't know if this was talked about on the MVP podcast. But I have a person on my timeline, on my timeline, screaming that she belongs in the NBA. I think that's a step too far. Yes. But it it, it should tell you uh, a thing or two about how good she's been. Like seriously, if if there's like if you haven't watched the WNBA this year, just go watch her in this series. Just, yes. Just go do it. It's really like one of the things I I like about her story is that I, I feel like in the coming years, she can sort of be for the league what star, what NBA stars in the 80s and 90s were that helped the NBA propel to a new level. So like Magic Bird, Jordan, stuff like that, I feel like she could be one of those.
1: No, definitely. Her and, her and Maya Moore and, you know, obviously Brittany Griner had unfortunate off-the-court issues, but, I mean, I I believe they were all drafted in the same season. Yes. Um. I and so you know that's that's you would hope as a league. I mean, obviously they've been all three of them have been tremendous um, in in really raising the league to you know the the All Star game, which was up like 15% from last year. So it's there's signs that it's becoming more more relevant. Obviously, it's still you know far behind most sports, but. Yeah.
2: It went Griner, Elena Deladon, Skyler Skylar Diggins.
1: Okay, my fault. Yes, I knew there was three. Yeah. Okay.
2: Who was the third one though that you were saying?
1: I thought Maya was in that class, but she might have been a year before.
2: No, Maya was, I believe, '01. Oh, 01? Oh, that. That's a bit off. No. <laughs> not a, not a one. I mean, uh, 2011. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay, I was about to say, I'm just I'm dyslexic, so pardon me while well, like, I screw my dates with ones and then <laughs> to build off virtual point i have seen somebody yelling in the timeline that you know people will say oh she's a great women's basketball player well she's a great basketball player period you don't need right. to make the distinction between you know women's basketball player or men's basketball player but yeah there was there's been a couple seasons over the past 10 years where she either you know, Elena Deladon could have been the first person off the Timberwolves bench. I can tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I, I think also what, which, what makes
0: Chicago so dangerous—they have a lot of shooters around there. Uh, VanderSluik. Yeah. They can just bomb away. VanderSluik. I think. I think it was Van der Sloot that went five for five in downtown against the yeah. in their latest matchup.
1: And it's she's not even the bombing. like. It's Quigley and Cappy Pondexter who are too. more of the shooters. And Cappy, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, I like that you bring up Vandersloot because she doesn't get the attention, like no one really else on the team gets attention, um, because Elena's is so, so dominant, but Courtney Vandersloot can play. She, um, Absolutely. she's one of the best point guards in the league, leading the league in assists, um, in what she six does. Six a game. Yeah, what she does really well is, like, she pushes the ball so quick up the court, and she, like, even up after makes, and that's what I think really helps their offense. It's like you get a bucket, your kind of natural reaction is just to to relax a little bit. You know, you scored, you did your job on the offensive end. You're not, your first thought isn't sprint back and play defense, and that's what she makes you do, and. That really sets up their their offense well because it gets it gets the defense on the wrong foot. If you either have to step up and stop her, and you all of a sudden have a mismatch um, with all the offensive threats they have. Now all of a sudden you're playing from a disadvantage, or she'll just go right to the rim. Um, you know that that creates problems, and she doesn't get the attention. But I believe her, you know, plus minuses. Vandersuit's plus-minus is like um, two or three in the league. Second. Yeah, and that yeah, helps. Second. Second. I mean, obviously, second she...
2: As, as the standard.
1: She plays a lot with Elena, which which is a big reason why, but I mean, she's a great player. And then you have Kathy Pondexter, um, who is in the later stages of her career, but uh, back in Chicago, and she can score. Um, you know, she's a sort of just a classic mm-hmm. shooting guard, and that's what she does is she's on the court to get buckets and if Elena's I struggling. Spoke
0: with, uh, I spoke with um, uh, some media guy uh, recently and he was and he called Cappy Pond to Carmelo Anthony of the MBA of the WMBA. Hmm. So since right.
2: we're doing comparisons, which you try to which apparently you try to avoid but we end up doing every we, time. <laughs> what do you guys think of that? Yeah. We we never try to avoid them. We embrace the fact the fact that we shouldn't be doing them and do them anyway. Um, I don't know if I have seen her enough to make that comparison birds, but I do know she shoots 38% from behind the three-point line. Yes. Uh, and then to build off Jack's point, what he was saying about VanderSloot pushing up the ball, Chicago is second in the league and first among playoff teams in fast break points per game. Uh-huh. Yeah, I know it. I mean, but I'm not. You, that's the one thing with stats—you can't tell me I'm wrong.
1: <laughs> uh, oh, I,
2: watch yeah. the game. But I mean that. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense because heading into this podcast, I noticed that, and it was a stat I prepared to bring up, and then, bam! Right before I bring it up, Jack <laughs> puts it into the perfect context and it exactly explains why. I think that the difference in this matchup, though, will be. I mean, Indiana. We've talked about it before. Jack is, you know, up and down just in all of they get contributions from a lot of players. Yes. They have uh, nine players who average more than five points a game. They have seven players who average at least eight or more points a game. But, I mean, when you look at they only have one player, and that's, uh, what's her name?
1: Tamika catchings
2: is the only player uh, on Indiana to average more points per game than... Uh, Four different players on Chicago, but uh, Indiana's bench makes up for a lot of that slack. So it'll be interesting to see how, you know, you imagine they'll cut down the rotation, maybe. And,
1: uh, yeah. Yeah we, we spent like the first, like almost fifteen minutes, just basically completely ignoring Indiana.
2: <laughs> I was going to say, I'm glad someone. Um, <laughs> that's why I'm here. You, you two are gonna gloat over Elena Deladon some more, but I'm here to keep us on track. <laughs> Did you know she's six five and can handle like a guard and can shoot
0: and pull up and she's the MVP. She's the only
2: she's the only player I've ever heard Maya Moore compliment endlessly after a game. Now granted I haven't heard her compliment any other players in one season, so take that for what it's worth. In Which defense was,
0: in, in defense of Maya Moore, Elena Deladon has never been in an Uncle Drew episode. Well Oh, oh, well, that's fair. <laughs> there you go. All right, we, we should talk about Indiana, though, so Zach, I, I don't know, do, do you have a monologue
2: prepared? No, I usually concede to Jack with the Eastern Conference matters, but I do want to bring up that it's weird that they have Indiana, that they have three-point shooters. We've mentioned it on previous podcasts. They, they like to shoot a lot of threes, but they're the worst. Uh, they're worse than the league in three point percentage, and yet I think they have
1: no, three players
2: who are that can't worse. be right. Yeah, no, no, by by team, uh, they might not be worse. No, they're the, the top. I'm sorry, I read that backwards. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It that's that's, that's I only can, the complete opposite. But it's still, I mean, they hit a they hit a lot of threes. They have a lot of people who shields <laughs> in. Let me recover. No, I'm done. Hey, do we have a do we have a tagline for this podcast?
0: Is it the most accurate WNBA podcast out there? <laughs> we're actually the only, we're
2: actually the second WNBA podcast in existence,
1: so Yeah. Um Indiana shoots threes like crazy and they're good at it. <laughs> not
2: yeah. bad. They're not bad at it, like I had they're good at
1: it. They um yeah, so they have they had three players this year finish above forty percent. Uh, Brienne January shot forty-three uh, percent. Shanice Johnson was forty-one, and Lashia Clarendon—I hope I'm saying that right—was shot forty-point-six percent. And then you also had Jeanette Poland shooting thirty-nine percent, and you had May- Maggie Lucas shooting thirty-seven percent. Like this team, they—they they can knock down threes, and it's the reason why, you know, we talk a lot about. Chicago's offense about how they're high powered. Indiana can score. They're they're third in the league, uh, at ninety nine point five points per hundred possessions. Like they're they're a good offensive team. It's it's just they don't have the flash of of an Elena Deladon and Cappy Pondexter. But I mean this is a a talented offensive group led by catching. So <laughs> Catching, I was uh,
2: wrong. Be- Sorry. Go, go ahead. ahead. No, go <laughs> ahead. Explain.
1: Explain yourself, Zach.
2: I, I was wrong because Indiana actually um, leads the league, or they allow opponents to shoot only 30% from behind the three point line. So they're not only good at shooting threes, but they are good at defending
1: There we go. There you
2: go. Or, or at least opponents aren't good at making them
1: against Read the, the- stats right, nerd. <laughs> <laughs>
0: For, you mentioned Brienne January. I like. I, I think she'd be my player to watch for Indiana even with the catchings on that team. She uh, she can definitely go off. Yeah, you know, she she's good at getting into lanes. I, I, I think she can cause some damage against Chicago.
1: Yeah, she she leads the team in assists. Um. Pretty pretty solid player. Shanice Johnson has also been very good for them. Um, most improved player candidate. She's had a tremendous season. They also have um, Natalia Chanwa down low, who has been pretty impressive in her rookie campaign um, out of Notre Dame. Yeah, Indiana. I I don't think they're going to win this series, and um, and they haven't had success all year against Chicago. Not that you know a lot of teams have, but um, you know they're they're definitely going to make it difficult. They're, they're fifth in the league in defense, um, defensive rating. So they're going to put up a fight against against Chicago's high-powered offense. I just don't think they have enough um, to combat Elena. And that's, I mean, that's a lot of times in basketball it comes down to who has the best player on the court, and hold on, that's can Chicago. Can we talk about Elena? I don't
0: think we have
1: enough on this podcast. <laughs> we're, at, we're at almost... Almost 19 minutes, and I, she's probably been talked about for about 10 of them. So,
2: are you saying are you saying Chicago is going to sweep? Or are you going to are you going to make yeah. that declaration right now? I'll I'll, I'll, I'll say, say sweep. At, uh, prediction prediction time, boys. Jack's got him sweeping. What do you what about you, vers Chicago with the sweep is what Jack has? I'll just yeah, I'll go Chicago with the sweep as well. Nah, I'm not going to be the party pooper. I'll, I'll do it too. <laughs> but I mean, this is. I don't know. to our ideals, I don't want to say it's Tanika catching last season. I don't know if she's I think decided she, that yet.
1: I think she said next year is, is her last, I believe. Could definitely be I, wrong I, I, on that, but that,
2: that that might be. I know there was sort of a spectacle made that, not that she wasn't qualified to be in the All Star Game, but at the All Star Game, watching the broadcast, they. You know, we're saying all these nice things about her as if it were the last time that um, she was ever going to be in an All-Star
1: game. Yeah, it is because I don't think they have an All-Star game because of the Olympics next summer.
0: Oh uh, yeah, it's, um, it's, it's good. I think they're taking like thirty days off the league or something like
1: that. Yeah, well, I. It should, it'll be interesting. I, I obviously this is my first year like covering the league in depth, so I don't really know. Right. I don't really know what they do when the Olympics come around take a break, I guess.
2: Even, even between, like, last year I know the Western Conference Finals had already happened by now and we haven't even started the playoffs yet. So I think year-to-year scheduling is probably an issue that the league deals with pretty regularly just because I think venues like having concerts and things over WNBA games, as sad as that is to say.
1: right? Um, and and but, overseas, depending on what overseas leagues are up to, you know, with, yeah. like, Half the league playing over there. At least half the league. Um, it,
2: I mean, it's pretty. It's pretty much everybody but Elena Deladon plays over there. So. Yeah. It's, I, I I
1: wonder
2: if, if we can put a number on it. I'd say it's like
0: ninety yeah, percent.
1: they get their money yeah, over I, there.
2: Yeah, they they do get their money,
1: but absolutely. Um, all right. You guys have any final thoughts on? On this series, hopefully Indiana's using it as bulletin board material.
0: <laughs> well, remember, remember uh, the Clippers-Spurs first round series. I think the Clippers got printouts of like a bunch of ESPN experts yeah. taking the Spurs. So maybe Indiana's gonna <laughs> be given this podcast and they'll just all listen to it. They're
1: just yeah. They're their game ops are gonna cut the the few seconds where we all declared that Chicago would sweep, and it's gonna be. The intro to their playoff mix.
2: We're in so much trouble if the WNBA gets a hold of these podcasts. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right.
2: Yeah, we've all we've, we've all got them to sweep, and based on so we got in so we got Chicago and New York in the East. But depending on how it turns out, I suppose we'll do a podcast for those series accordingly.
1: Yeah, we'll but, uh, we'll the, talk before that happens. Tab, it, all right, well, there it is—our Chicago versus Indiana playoff preview. We all got Chicago taking it home in a sweep. Zach, with me as always. Shout out to Verts, jumping on his second straight podcast. It's just made his straight debut straight. and now okay. he's now I he's on to his just second one.
0: the three to the dome thing, but then I realized it's a podcast, not like a video cast, so I look pretty dumb. But <laughs> I'm gonna go Sunday for my test now because
2: is
1: important, I guess wait do that again what, what were you talking about I'm sorry <laughs> well, are you going to try and screenshot me I'm maybe <laughs> <laughs> alright got it we're it's out the <laughs> w- WNBA preview podcast here's our boy
0: DJ Los Latino peace I claim this planet in the name of the earth greeting earth rings we have now taken over your radio <laughs>